0: Welcome back to the gathering place of all nations. This Sunday morning, Pastor Tom Pavetta talked about how the Word of God effectually works in those who believe. Let's check in. Amen. Glory to God. Wow. Uh, just before we get into the Word, how many love the Word of God here? Yeah. Amen. Good, good. I know Jack is there. Jack is like, I'm gonna, you know, I want to call dad, Jack Dad. He's, got, he's our dad here. How many of them has a dad here, but you got to share him because, hallelujah, he's good. You know, you, I, I think, uh, I know the government has the bills, but Jack, we got some more bills over here. Come on, hallelujah. We got the gospel bills. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And uh, that's some, there's some good news, but um, I just want to, you know, I know the pastors are away, and, and I, know, I know their heart. They just, you know, they care for the, you know, they're not just, you know, on the beach having a good old time, and I know they're in the meetings, but they care with what's happening here. And, you know, everybody here um, that is doing what you're doing to make this church run, god bless you each and every one you know you know who you are i don't want to start picking names because then all of a sudden they say you forgot me but you know and and we're all in this together um even through our giving but you know it's nice for them to see that you know the church goes on and that they don't have to worry they can put their feet up in because they need to have a rest too amen and so uh they can know that everything is all right right everything's good you know and in uh, Jamaica, they go i don't know Jamaican is crisp and curry or something like that they 're cool whatever hallelujah on the beach and but uh and, and it's so important it is so important so i just I just you guys are amazing here and and yeah. and doing what you're doing so i I even applaud each and every one of you and and this is what we do as a family amen, and so we also even bless the pastors even right now we just send prayers to them now even lord even i know they're ministering now even at about the same time but we thank you for that anointing that flows to them even now and even lord god that they draw from a well to bring back over here in canada lord we just pray extreme radical blessings upon them right now in jesus name and lord even for the rest of the week that they would have some good rest and relaxation and come back refreshed in Jesus' name, Amen. How I many you know when your parents you go away and you have kids, you come back, the house is a mess, the kids are fighting, back and forth. So even if there was, I don't know, there might be a couple little fights. Just hold up, put on your holy boots, and just say Hallelujah, smile, and and the house, and, and you know, last minute clean up, tidy, right? Hallelujah, just do that. But everything's done beautiful and well, and I know, I know they're they're in good hands. So. Praise God, hallelujah, glory be to God. I, I just, uh, oh Lord, let's see where we're gonna go with the, with, with the word of God. You know, I, it's nice to have a story, right? And sometimes, you know, stories will come uh, out. But I just have his story, right, hallelujah, to give you. That's all I got today, hallelujah. Uh, and it's all about him, so I just want to go into the word of God about him, amen. Is that okay? Do you guys mind, Is that, you know, for the next little bit, just watch me for time because I know sometimes when you get caught up, time slips away, but, uh, but we praise God for his word, and we know that... that His word is rule. His word is law. And just as we stir ourselves up, even in the next few moments, Lord, thank you for for your Holy Spirit here right now. We thank you that you are the great teacher working inside. We have our hearts open, ready to receive the engrafted word that is able to save our soul. Father, we know your word says in Psalm 107.20, you sent your word and healed them. You didn't just bring healing, but it was the word. The word always proceeds. The word always proceeds. John 1.1, in the beginning was the word. Was the word. The word always proceeds. The word was with God, and the word was God. We thank you for the living word of God that goes forth right now. And Holy Spirit, you you engrave it in our heart you engrave it in our mind in the mighty name of jesus that we may grow up into our lord jesus christ as sons and daughters to shine in this world the majesty of who you are. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. I love in the book of Thessalonians, when Paul was speaking to Thessalonians, he said that, you know, when you receive the word, he was so glad that when they received the word, they didn't receive the word as it were of man just telling you something. Come on, right? Just man just giving you a story, his intellect, his, his theory, his thoughts. But when you receive the word, you receive it as he says, as in truth, the Word of God, but but it doesn't stop there as it is in truth, the Word of God, but it's the Word of God that effectually works in you that believe. Come on, it works in you that believe. So when you receive this Word as it is in truth, the Word of God, and you believe it, it starts operating in you. You know, sometimes we're trying to, to fix our own lives. We're trying to fix one another's lives. Hallelujah. But I found out what's the true fixer is the word of God. And we have to be like the psalmist. Thy word I've hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Because when the word is in your heart, that word becomes a filter. How many know we all have filters? And we all have lenses. And so we all have these filters and lenses that preconceive something that we, come on, that we think that we have. So, uh, for instance, when you first get saved and you start hanging around people that are spirit-filled and they start telling you about the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but you've not been around long enough, but you've been around some unbelievers that are, or some believers where they don't know about the Holy Spirit, right? And so it becomes a filter. It becomes a preconceived idea. It becomes the norm. So when someone starts telling you about the Holy Spirit, you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire and speak with other tongues, right? Come on, when you know that, and, and, then, and then you hear that, and then, but when something, uh, a filter says, no, that's not true, come on. So we, we can reject things, right? And what happens when you start rejecting it? Because the Bible says we receive things according to our faith, what we believe. But then, how do you know uh, that you can receive the Holy Spirit? First of all, it has to come by the word of faith, you have to start hearing. And the Bible tells us in the book of Acts that when they came to certain believers, they said, "Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed?" Right? And so they said, "We've never even heard uh, that there is be a Holy Spirit." But once they heard that there was a Holy Spirit, come on, faith comes. Faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. And once that word starts coming, you start believing because everything that we receive got from God is by faith. Right? Thank you, God. You guys are good. Wow. I was good. I'm going to hear that again. That was everything we received by God. What, how do we receive? Amen. And how does faith come? Amen. By hearing what? The word of God. A story? Yeah. The word of God. Hearing the word of God. Amen. Okay. And how many know when that word starts getting in you, it becomes a guidance system it becomes a guidance system. And then when you start realizing that this word starts coming alive and then things come uh, upon you and issues of life start coming upon you, what's going to happen? The word of God is going to start coming alive and say, no, 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 no. You become, you have a good filter. Come on, you have a good preconceived idea. You have a good mindset. But how do we change our mindsets and line ourselves up with the Word of God is we have to do like He says in Corinthians, we have to behold as in the mirror the glory of the Lord, and as we behold ourselves in the mirror, how many know the veil 's been removed? We just saying that wasn 't it beautiful that the veil has been removed, and now we can behold him face to face amen and as we behold him in the word come on and and not only as we behold him uh romans 12 1 and 2 it says we're not conformed to this world but we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind that word transform is a greek word means metamorphosis by the renewing of the mind it, it literally changes you and and i want to give you a, a quick example here go to genesis chapter 1 verse 26 genesis chapter 1 verse 26 Glory to God. Let's see if we get up there. She's good. Hallelujah. (laughs) And God said, see, oh, uh, 26. Close. We're there. I want you guys, because you know what? You have to look at the word. Come on, guys. You have to look. The Proverbs is a book of wisdom, and the book of wisdom tells us you've got to put it before your eyes. I tell you, even when I'm worshiping God, I put the word before me. Come on. I, I, whenever I'm in the prayer closet worshiping God, I put the Bible in front because I look to listen to what God's going to speak, and the word come, always comes alive. Thank God when people give you something, but glory be to God. I got the word. I got a sure word of prophecy every single time when I look in that word, glory be to God, a word that never fails. But watch this. Then God said, what did he say? Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Now that's powerful there, right there. Sometimes you've got to leap on the inside. First of all, God created you in his image, in his likeness. Isn't that powerful? You are the image and likeness of God. And, and somewhere we have to have faith and say, hey, come on, because our circumstances are speaking come on contrary we're like peter come on we're looking at the wind and the waves when we're supposed to start look at the word but you are the image and the likeness of god powerful and then he says let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Let them have dominion. So now you're the image of God, and now you have dominion. Glory be to God. We have a couple dogs that were showing dominion today. Hallelujah. And, and they're good students. Every time I break breakfast, especially on a Sunday morning, I preach the gospel to them, and they're pretty good. They're taking treats, but they're, but they're good, right? And they're attentive, they're listening. And, and, wow, powerful. But watch this. Now you have that dominion, right? Good. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him male and female. He created them, right? Now watch verse 28. Then God blessed them. Look what he said. And said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it, glory be to God. Now thank God for satellite, come on. Thank God for the, for the airwaves that we got, glory be to God. But I know a man, come on, who filled the earth and shook nations, come on, and men, a few men alongside, that that filled cities and shook cities, come on, by the power of God, and his name is Jesus, come on, because the Bible says his fame went all across abroad, and they came unto him, no radio waves, no cell phones, come on, nothing, so if they want to do what they want to do, come on and shut us down, you can't stop The word of God, when it starts coming forth, because people will come regardless, hallelujah. And then they didn't have, come on, vehicles, they didn't have the TTC, they didn't have, come on, the the YRT, whatever it's called. They had called feet, hallelujah, and they had to go to Jesus, but uh, come on, how many know it's worth it, right? But look what he says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, but now... Okay, he says dominion again, but then he says, you know, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. So the first thing God did was bless man. The first thing that you receive is a blessing. That is the empowerment of God. You have received, when God created you, come on, you, you have the empowerment of God working on you. And then the first thing, I love what he says be fruitful be fruitful. Come on, that's not an option. Come on, that's not a choice, but he says, be fruitful. First, he empowers you, and he says, be fruitful, because when you bear fruit, what's the fruit? The fruit is a visible expression of what's invisible. Isn't that powerful? It's a visible expression of that invisible word. The sower sows the Word, come on. So many times we're looking for something from God, but have you gotten into the Word to find out what the Word says? If you find out what the Word says and you start meditating on that Word, come on, then you have faith. You have faith to believe for what God says. If you've got to believe for a need that needs to be supplied, you've got to start meditating on Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want don't just wait for someone to come and just pray for you but you got to have some word because you can still be full of doubt even after the prayer come on because he wants you to have faith in his word to trust him so when you have someone pray for you they're coming in agreement with what the word of god says that he's going to supply your needs so you got to feel you got to feast yourself on philippians 419, that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. So when you start meditating on that, it starts going on the inside. You know, we talk about imaginations, but that's what that is. That's the, the image on the inside. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. The Bible says you have to believe you receive. You've got to already have it on the inside before it's already on the outside. Now watch this. Now when he said, he said he blessed them, said be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth Then what happened Uh, quite a few years ago, God said to me and showed me that I've already blessed you, Galatians 3, 14, with the blessing of Abraham. So I used to sow a seed so I can get blessed, right? So every time I would sow that seed, okay, now i got to sow this. I said to my wife, we're going to sow because we're going to get blessed. We're going to get blessed. If I keep sowing, I'm going to get blessed, Right? But the thing was, he says, you're putting your blessing in your future when it's already in your past. Because Christ, come on, has redeemed you from the curse of the law, Galatians 3.13, we did it Monday night, but it's always good to do it again, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon you. So the blessing of Abraham goes back to the genesis of what we received, the blessing. The blessing is working on us, right? The blessing comes on us through our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the supplier of come on of all your need right so then after i started to say okay hold on so i had to shift myself on the inside and guys it's not easy you know we we always say yahoo we want to receive from god but when you receive from god you got to rise up on the inside and put yourself come on and, and shake yourself up and walk like it the bible says that you're a king you're a king and a priest before your God that you are a chosen generation a royal peace priesthood a peculiar person but you are made kings to rule and reign in life so you got to get that on the inside why are we letting life circumstances dominate us when we're called to dominate come on as a king, you're called to dominate. Come on, glory be to God. The Bible says he has made you. He's not going to make you. He has made you. Come on, this is some good news. He has made you a king and a priest. Come on. And as a king, you have power. Come on, to Speak the word of life. You have power and authority. You got to hold yourself up, and the inside say, "Hey, I'm a king." Come on, this ain't gonna rule over me. Behold, I give unto you power what to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Luke ten nineteen, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We're gonna do this t- at the end because I want you guys to all rise up and start using your kingly anointing. I want you to rise up and use Acts chapter one verse eight. You receive power after. the the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You're not going to receive power. You already got it, but the problem is you got to start loosing it. And how do we lose power? It's with our tongue. How do kings rule and reign? With their tongue, glory be to God. And we're not going to loose our tongue to make God work. We're going to loose our tongue to release what God's already done. Come on. Because God ain't going to do it new, glory be to God. Come on. glory. We, I know sometimes we always say God's going to do a new thing. But when we start talking about healing of every man of sickness and every disease that's an old thing glory be to God he's done that 2,000 years himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses and with his stripes first Peter 2 24 Matthew 8 16 17 you were healed that ain't a new thing glory be to God so if someone's telling you there's going to be a wave of healing it's a new it's not a new thing come on you got to realize before you you receive your healing that you are already healed Hallelujah, glory. And, and when you start practicing these things, it starts working. Now, um, in Mark chapter 4, we can turn there anyways. This is good. So, Lord Jesus. Mark chapter 4. I want you to see this. is so powerful. This is after he's speaking, the sower sows the word. Uh, verse uh, 35. Watch this. And it says, In the same day, when evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over to the other side, Jesus. He said, let us pass over to the other side. Verse 36. And when they had went away, they sent away the multitude, they took even him as in a ship, and they were there uh, with other little ships also. Verse 37. And there arose a great storm and wind and waves and beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the boat in the hinder part of the ship, and he was asleep. Isn't that amazing? Jesus in the storm, asleep. How many of us go through storms or sleeping? Hallelujah, glory. We're whining, complaining, Come on, me too, because listen, just because we preach, it doesn't mean we got it all together, but we're growing. But one thing I do know, when I preach, it, I'm looking at this to realize that's my destiny, that's who I am. So just as I'm telling you to shake up and rise up who you are, come on, I have to do it too, glory be to God. And so what happens is he's asleep. And, and by the way, so when we started giving, and I started realizing the blessing of Abraham was upon me, and I wasn't putting that into my future, that I'm blessed to be a blessing, I said, Lord, that means, I said to the Lord, that means when I start giving, I cannot have an ounce of debt upon me. Because, Lord, don't tell me if I owe my Visa card and I'm sowing that I, I just put demands. I found out many years ago that when I started putting demands on God, He worked. I put a demand on God when I first got saved. I said, Lord, I tried going to bars, clubs, looking for, come on, looking for love in all the wrong places and all that song, you know? Uh, But I said, Lord, you're gonna find me a beautiful wife and I know you're gonna set me, and I just put a demand on him. A few years, you know, how many know God works in his time? But when you sow that seed, it works. But I did a complete surrender. When I put that demand, then look, I found, look what I found, a good thing, hallelujah. You know? And 22 years back. But I'm telling you, glory be to God, um, God is good. He knows what he's doing, right? And then every time, you know, when we had uh, issues and, and even with ministry, sometimes, you know, the, you know the, the, the demands come. And sometimes, you know, it just ain't the devil stealing the money. Come on. It's just because of the word's sake. You sow something. Every time you step forward, circumstances arise, right? And so whether it's him or not, who cares, but we know the word of God works regardless, right? And so I put a demand. I said, no, 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 from this day forward, we are not going to put up with this type of deficit. I said, Lord, I said, because I'm going to tell them that you not a, you're not a provider, hallelujah. I would tell the people, and I got bold in it, right? And I put God, you know, sometimes you got to put God because that's who God is, right? He's my buddy, he's my friend, he's my God, he's my savior. I can talk to him like that. But when I did, things started to shift and change around. We never saw lack again, ever, ever. Even in business. How many have been in business? You know, you know, if you come into business you'll know you get to a breakthrough and when you get to a certain breakthrough, you start just cruising. Come on. Just like that airplane takes all that power to lift up off the ground. But once it's up there cruising, it's just cruising. And how many know in business, you'll know, I never had to pray. I can't remember years for work, for jobs, for provision because God always provided. Come on. He favored. Come on. And times that people didn't have work, I was working. And people say how could this be? There was even, and it's not just a testimony from years ago, just even a couple years ago when there was no work. I was working in a place up in Wasaga Beach and everybody was scratching their head. How did you get in there? I said, well I know how. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. He's faithful right? So So when when we shifted ourselves like that, too, even with our giving, I started to give with the blessing of Abraham, knowing that I'm blessed to be a blessing. Because God didn't say, make Abraham broke, and then say, now you're going to be a blessing. No, no, no. He provided everything for Abraham, right? Abraham, the Bible tells us he was rich in silver, cattle, and gold. And and so so anyway, so he he was blessed to be a blessing. So I said, okay, so we're going to start giving now, and, and what you do, because it says, be fruitful, and he says, multiply, you have to multiply. Because you don't just stay there, because I heard so many people, and that even some of these elderly people that, that I would talk to, they, well, you know, I'm okay right now, financially I'm okay, I'm just comfortable. I said, you're okay, but what about the world? Hallelujah. Come on, this gospel is greater than, than, than our own city, our own household, come on, this gospel is for the world. Despite with, with what's going on with us, I care for what's happening, come on, in Ukraine, and what's happening in Russia, and and I don't care for the powers that be that are driving these wars, but I care for the civilians because they're the ones hurting because of man's greed, because of man's corruption. So, but God wants His gospel into all the earth right so when you start operating from that place to multiply be fruitful because we need to increase this has got to work for every one of us why not the gathering place feed the city of aurora why not right we're called what where we have to go to the government We have to go to the government to feed the city? No, no, no. We go to the king of kings and the lord of lords. We go to the one who the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof, right? So we can be fruitful and multiply. And so what happened, we started giving and started multiplying, multiplying, and you'll see debt disappear. Come on, glory be to God and say, look what the Lord has done. See, and some people don't believe these things, but when you start operating and receive the word of God and start believing the word of God and start acting on it, things start to manifest because it's supposed to be his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And thank God that, that Pastor John and, and Pastor Victoria allow us to, to, to do healing school because guys, we need healing school. We do need healing school, and I don't know about you, but I I need it all the time, glory be to God, because you get up, come on, the body tries to lie. You know, you got to hold fast that confession of faith when things are happening in your body. You know, sickness and disease is a real, real thief and a robber, and the antidote for that, thank God, still you, we use our doctors, but the antidote is for the Word of God, which is medicine right and sometimes we have to keep attacking on that word and feast on that word and just be reminded upon that word and to realize that it's the word doing the work all by itself come on that's why because when we do healing school we get different speakers coming in but we all pray together to show that it's not a person but it's the person jesus working in his body come on bringing forth healing by the power of his word glory be to god so that's how that's how powerful this is so here's asleep. So I can submit to you that when storms arise in your life, you can sleep. Come on because come on is he not watching over you if he cares for the birds of the air come on if he cares come on for the cattle upon the thousand come on hills come on if he provides for nature how much more so you he cares for you so much the bible says even the very hairs of your head are numbered and he even puts you and engraved you even in the palms of his hands powerful so here he is, and he, he's, he's with you, and I love what he says, he'll never leave you nor forsake you, glory be to God. And lo, I'm with you always, and not only is he with you always, he's in you, glory be to God. And I'm finding out that's a greater realm of the kingdom where I'm pressing in for more healing manifestation is more so is, is meditating on Jesus Christ in me, the hope of glory. Come on, Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, we don't have to get Jesus in you. If you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he's already in you. We just gotta release him out of you. Glory be to God. And the one who's inside you, come on, ain't sick, come on. He ain't worried, come on. He ain't out, out, outcast he ain't troubled come on he's at perfect peace and the bible says he will give you perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee so how do we get our minds stayed upon him we got to look to the word of god so here he is right he fell asleep he's sleeping in the waves but watch this this is so powerful here too he and then they, the disciples came Don't you care that we're perishing? Come on, isn't that our thought, Lord? Don't you care with what's going on? And I've learned to say that I ain't going to give, I ain't going to give any power of darkness, any kind of demonic force, whatever you want to call it, anything that opposes or exalts itself that's opposing against the word of God, I ain't even going to give it to my prayer life. How many of you know sometimes we're always telling God about the mountain? We pray to God, well, Lord, you know what's happening over here. You know this, what's going, you know come on how many know we go there lord you see this is unfair this is unjust he of course he sees that hallelujah but but, you know but what happens is they're there don't you care that we're perishing don't you see what's going on but he knew it so now i know that he knows all things i just know that when problems arise i look to him who's the prince of peace because he says be of good cheer i've overcome the world in me you're gonna have that peace and that peace that peace shows us there it has the power to overcome to overcome come on any type of tribulation that you and i could ever face right. that supernatural peace that's the power of god the peace of god and how many know that sometimes even sickness or infirmities come in our lives because we're troubled come on we're worried we're filled of anxiety, come on. And how many know that, you know, for the doctor there, Dr. Josh, you know, it's fight or flight response. You know, that stuff happens in our body, and we go into fight or flight resp- response mode, and, and, and that, that kind of you know, messes us up, right? But we, we've learned because of our worries and fears is to live in that state and condition which we're not supposed to. There may be times we have to rise up and fight or flight, but we don't live in that. We're to live in perfect peace. Come on. The perfect peace of God. The perfect peace of God taking care of each and every one of you. And just as she said, uh, Pastor Monica said earlier, that come on, glory be to God, there's a more than enough. There's infinite. You talk about with wealth and riches. The peace of God is infinite. It. Come on, you can never exhaust it. That peace will cause you to overcome every single time. But look what happens, look at what Jesus says here. He says He rose is in verse 39, He says, "He arose and rebuked the wind in the sea, and said, "What peace? Be still." He rose, come on, so now you guys are going to start loosening your tongue. We're going to do this in a few minutes. We're going to start loosening your tongues. We're going to do some confessions over here. But look what he says. He arose and said, peace be still. And the winds ceased, and there was a, a great calm. See, he spoke his word first, come on, and then the manifestation came, right? And then next verse, and he said to them, why is it that you're so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? They had no faith. Why? Because they were looking to the storm rather than looking to Jesus. Come on. But at least they woke him up, right? And then uh, go to the next verse. Watch this. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, th- listen how powerful this is. That even the wind and the sea obeyed him the wind come on the wind was blowing and the sea the water was blowing and it obeyed him and otherwise in other words it submitted unto what he said but i love that word that obey because i looked it up in the greek and you know what that means it means to listen attentively to listen attentively now that's powerful because let's translate that, let's translate that. what that means, listen. So that tells me that the winds were in all chaos because it had no voice to listen to. What was it listening to? Man, right? The waves were out of sorts, Because what were the waves listening to? They were waiting for a voice. They were waiting for a command. They're listening. That tells me that creation, everything is listening. Come on. And everything listens and waits, come on, for a command and an order. And there's only one command and there's only one order. Come on. And it is the word of God. It is that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on. And his words are the command. And creation's waiting for you and I to echo. Come on. So that means, if we can speak to the wind and the waves and by the way we did this quite a few years back in Vaughn when there was a hurricane a, t- a tornado was coming through I opened up the wind windows like Daniel I prophesied to the wind I spoke to the wind and how you many know it listened. sometimes you, go, you back up and say whoa this thing works hallelujah glory be to God you're surprised but they listened and I, and I proved this over so people say well that don't work it worked for me glory be to God so I'm going to keep working it. and one thing I found out that even when I don't it doesn't work I still say he still Lord. If I prayed for someone and they got healed, Absolutely. Have I prayed for someone and they didn't get healed? Absolutely. But what do I do? I fall back on my knees and say, Lord, the problem is never with you. It's with me. But I know that one thing that thy word is truth. See, the minute you start proclaiming something of the goodness of God, you know, of, of the word of God in your life, you start looking to your circumstances to affirm whether it's true. You're not supposed to look to your circumstances. You're not supposed to look to the wind and to the waves like Peter was when he was walking. You're supposed to keep in your eyes onto Jesus and that word keep focusing on that word meditate that word let it get on the inside because once it's on the inside it will keep start coming up on the outside glory be to God and then when you start speaking it because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak all I know is the word of God so when you start speaking that everything is listening that's why the bread came from heaven in the in the wilderness how did it come for because the bread was waiting for listening to a voice of a command and when jesus blessed it and called it forth come on even when moses did it there was still voice activated because god told him this is what he's going to do so there was an instruction for creation to respond everything respond and why does everything respond? because it serves it's just us you and i come on man because of the unrenewed mind the carnality of our thinking fleshly thinking you know, the rebe- that what w- causes rebellion does not submit to the word of God. But everything's created to submit to the word of God. That's why when we worship, then we sing songs that we're submitting and rededicating ourselves back unto you because that's, that's what creation is doing. The chair you're sitting on is responding to a command that was given to it. Glory be to God. That's why you're there. Wow, everything. That's why Jesus said, if you speak to that sycamore tree, be rooted up, plucked up, go into the sea. You speak to the, tr- everything is waiting, waiting. It's waiting for the blessing, waiting for the word to come forth out of your mouth. And you have that power. And we're gonna just do that in a couple minutes here. Hallelujah, glory be to God. And, and, and just, I just wanna encourage you This after, before we do that, but I want you to see something here. Let me see if I got it here. Well, let's go, with me, let's go with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 first. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, we're going to read a couple more verses here, but watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 8, I'm going to read verse 1. And look what he says here. All the commandments which I command thee this day, you shall observe that you may live and multiply and go in to possess the land which the Lord your God has given you. And you shall remember, verse 2, all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humbly and to prove to thee to know what was in your heart whether you would obey his commandments or no. And verse 3, And he humbled thee, and he suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that thou might make man know that you know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we're living by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And look what he says in verse 4, That thy raiment wax not old upon the earth, neither did thy foot swell. Your garments did not wear out, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Imagine clothes and shoes, 40 years, did not wear out. That's what the presence of God keeps everything. Moses, 120 years old, come on, his eyesight was was not dim, and his natural force abated, right? Verse 5, thou shalt consider, verse 5, thou shalt consider in thine heart as a man, chastens his son so does the lord thy god chastens thee chastens you therefore thou shalt keep verse six his commandments of the lord walk in his ways and to fear him for, verse seven for the lord thy god brings thee into a good land so he's bringing you into something good so everything that god does he's good right we always say god is good everything he does he's bringing you into good deuteronomy chapter 30 Deuteronomy chapter 30. And we're going to read from verse 1. And it shall come to pass that all these things that are come upon thee. This is so powerful. Blessing and the cursing, which I have set before thee. Because the whole book of Deuteronomy is a reiteration of what has happened. The law, the promises, the blessings and cursings. We just read in verse 20, in chapter 28. But look what he says. That thou... thou you're going to call them to mind. Have what I've said before, you're going to call them to mind. Watch this. Among all the nations where the Lord thy God has driven thee. So the economy of Israel was never based upon what was happening in the economy. It was based upon their relationship with God. Their freedom that they had to live life or going into captivity was based upon their relationship. When they were relating unto God... They were blessed, protected, living, fruitful, multiply. When they turned their backs on God, they were held in captivity. Come on, cursed, beaten down, right? So it was not because the economy. Come on, not because of man. It was them. Once you line up with God, come on, everything else settles, right? And then he says that, uh, verse 2, You shall return unto the Lord thy God and obey his voice according to all that I command you this day, that you and your children with all your heart, with all thy soul, verse 3, then thy Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion on thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whether the Lord thy God has scattered thee. So wherever you've been scattered, wherever we've been held in captivity, see, in the natural, they went places. But sometimes, you know, in the spiritual, in our DNA, spirit, soul, and body, you know, we're scattered in in our thinking. But God wants us to be clothed into our right mind the bible says that you have the mind of christ isn't that powerful let this mind but also says in philippians 2 that let this mind be in you which also was in christ jesus so that greek word let this be means you have to exercise that mind and how do you exercise that mind you take the word and roll it and roll it because the word every time you receive it and you hold it it will bring forth fruit jesus said 30 60 100 but you got to bypass come on you got to bypass the devil when he tries to steal that word out of your heart. You've got to bypass circumstances that arise for the word's sake. You've got to bypass what's going on in the world, tribulation. Come on, there's all different types of grounds that the sea gets choked out, but you keep bypassing that by focusing back onto the word. So wherever they were in captivity, as long as they turn their eyes back onto God, look what God says. He's going to turn their, 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 their captivity and bring them. Watch this. And if you've been driven out from any most uttermost part. Of heaven, from there the Lord thy God will gather thee and fetch thee, and the Lord thy God will bring you into the land which thy fathers possessed thee, and you shall possess it. And you, he will do good to thee and multiply thee above thy father. So it doesn't matter where they were. As long as they came to themselves and said, oh Lord, come on. We're coming back to you. We're going to call back to the mind. We're going to be fixed back unto you. Then God says, wherever you are, I'm going to fetch you and bring you back in alignment. Come on. So wherever you are, come on. Wherever you've been held captive, come on. That's what the anointing for is there for you and on you. Come on, to recover sight to the blind, to set up liberty them that are bruised and bring you out of captivity. Come on, into a good land where the promised the Father's glory be to God. That's what he's going to do. And I love what he, King James says, that he's going to fetch you. Come on. And so, my, so many times, you know, it's not where we fetch us in, in, in our, our natural walk, but it's in the walk of our mindset. He's going to fetch us and clothe us back into the mind of Christ. Glory be to God. It's so good. Look what he says in verse 9. And the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy land, for good the Lord thy God, again, will watch this, rejoice over thee for good. He's going to rejoice over thee for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. Now, can you see God rejoicing over you? Come on, God rejoicing over you, and, and when you think about the fruit of that body, I think about healing. come on, I think about the fruit of your body, come on, the fruit of your body should bring forth, come on wholeness and soundness. come on, and, and we just declare by Jesus stripes, healing just flows even right now, yes. blessing the fruit of it because you are clothed in the right mind, you have the mind of Christ, you are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. come on, which God has before ordained. And watch this, for by grace you are saved. Come on, you're never going to work or earn this come on and that's another thing that we do we frustrate the grace of God by trying to work for it you can't work for it because if you work for it, it's not grace and the Bible says it's only by grace can you be saved only by grace that means God's merit God's work I would love to show you the picture that God's been showing me about how he aligns us with him when Jesus went to the cross, and how we were crucified, died, and buried. But I can show you from Scripture upon Scripture how powerful that is. But, but the, you have to know this one thing, that when He rose from the dead, you rose with Him. Glory be to God. When He rose in victory, you rose in victory. That's why the Bible says, thanks be to God that always causes you to triumph, and He gives you the victory. Come on. You don't earn the victory, but He gives you the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. So now you got to see yourself victorious. Come on. You're not you not a victim, come on, but you're a victorious person living life, ruling and reigning in life. Come on, come on. Oh, come, Romans 5 says you're going to reign in life by one Jesus Christ. You're a ruler and reigner. Come on, that's some good news for you today. Oh, Lord Jesus. Come, yeah, somebody, come on, give him a praise. He may, come on. He took us from the depths of the, uh, out of the dunghill and set us among the throne of glory to inherit, come on, the prince and royalty. That's what the Bible says. He took us out of the dunghill, oh, Lord Jesus, and set us among, and brought us to his table. Glory be to God. Now watch this. Verse We're going to read these last few verses and then we're going to do some confessions here. You're going to start confessing it. And confession, come on, is not going to make God do something He's not already done. Confession just releases what God's done in your life. And here's here's the basis of it. When you confess Jesus as Lord and Savior, does Jesus go to the cross and die? Does He have to go to the cross and die and put, put His blood back on the altar? No. So, if he did that once and for all, and he's placed you in his bosom, he's placed you at his table, given you his righteousness, come on, given you, come on, his holiness, you're partaker of his holiness. And then you start thinking, well, you don't know me. Well, it doesn't matter whether I know you or not. I know what the Word of God says. The Bible says that He's presented you holy and without blame. Colossians 1.22 reconciled you back unto Him and put in His DNA and holiness. So what's going to be true? Your actions or God's Word so if we're people of faith we got to magnify the word of God come on and say what God's word is true and I found out if I start proclaiming that you are the righteousness of God that you are the holiness of God that you are partaker 2 Peter of his divine nature if you have been given all things that pertain unto life and godliness then I'm going to choose what God says come on I'm going to choose Bill come on 2 Peter 1 3 that's what the Bill says over here you can't change it that you are a partaker of his divine nature you are sanctified through the body of the lord jesus christ once and for all don't even get into the book of hebrews if you don't if, if you really want to know who you are in the book of hebrews come on you find out come on that jesus is a great high priest who ever lives to intercede for you but became like you and i became like children flesh and blood submitted himself to a cross which we could not do come on did it for us crucified died the only reason why he died because he submitted himself to death and he did no sin he just bore our sin and the beautiful thing about that watch this he can relate with you and I because he's made like unto us if the old priesthood was allowed to become uh, as a man feel and touch with our infirmities we have a great high priest Jesus who was made sin touched with the feelings of Our infirmities submitted himself to death. See, sometimes we're trying to say, Well, you know what you got to do? You just got to crucify the flesh. You got to crucify. I find out the more I lose myself in Jesus, the more I find out Him is submitting me unto death. Come on, because I'm crucified with Christ. You've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, you live not not you, but Christ lives within you. So He knows how to do that, and He rose up once and for all. He ain't going to do it again. Glory be to God. Oh Lord Jesus. That's how he's placed you. But watch this. He says watch this. I've set before you. See I've set before you. Life and death. Blessing and cursing. Life and death. We know what life and death is. We know what blessing and cursing. Life is blessing. Cursing is death. The wages of sin is death. But watch this. The gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. The wages of sin is death. Come on. But the come on gift of God is eternal life. Romans 8 2 says watch this. That you come on have been delivered from the law of sin and death that there is no condemnation glory be to god maybe somebody's putting condemnation but it ain't the holy ghost glory be to god because he says the holy ghost the bill romans 8 1 says there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in christ and watch verse 2 he says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. Come on, glory be to God. How can we, being dead to sin, live any there longer? Well, hold on. If you start seeing, seeing sin in your life, well then do like Romans says. Compute yourself. Come on, reckon yourself. Take that accounting term. Do you do your accounting? Come on, if you do your accounting, the books say you do your accounting. Hey, I'm dead to sin and I'm alive unto God. Glory. That's where you need faith. Come on, because that the only way death and curse comes in is because the wages of sin. But if you still think that you're a sinner, glory be to God, that's what's going to happen. Because what you think you are, It's what you're going to manifest. But if I tell you you are sons and daughters of the Most High God, you are his offspring, you are heirs and joint heirs, partakers of his holiness, come on, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, if I tell you that, come on, that you are washed and cleansed and sanctified, come on, once and for all, you can rise up out of the ashes and say, look what the Lord has done, glory be to God. Oh, Lord Jesus. So at the end of this, he says... You know, I call heaven and earth to record against you. Life and death, blessing and cursing. Let's stand together. Life and death, blessing and cursing. Let's choose. And I love what he says there. He says, let's choose life. Let's choose life. So isn't that amazing? He's telling us to choose life. And one thing I always do, I always go always back you know, because the Bible says, the word of faith which we preach, it's always the word of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. And you cannot use your circumstances to dictate what is true. Now, we're not going to be ignorant of what's going on. If you need money, you need a banker, do that. If you ha- need a doctor, use a doctor. Don't, don't go too crazy, you know. But, but don't just leave it at that. Start looking you are with God start looking at Isaiah 53 that he bore our sicknesses and read the gospels where Jesus went preaching and teaching and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease you know because uh, I just got shook in the last couple days and saw a great loss but it shook me but then I said hold on I went to my knees and submitted myself unto God and said God thy word is truth. And I said, hold on. Sickness and disease does not come from you because Jesus is your very imprint. Jesus is the representation of God. And if he went healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease, and he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever, that means it comes from him. If you took sickness and disease upon the cross, come on, if he took that upon the cross for you and I, that means it can't come from him. And some people say, well, God is using this to try and teach you. No, you know the greatest way that God, you know, God doesn't beat you to teach you. That, that's something you might never heard before. He doesn't beat you to teach you. He gives you the word of God. He doesn't have to guilt you, come on, and say, oh, you've been miserable, you failed it. He doesn't say, I told you so, glory be to God. We do that, come on. We do, I told you so. We beat you up because of your misery, because of your mistake. That's because, that's because sin in your life. Well, he is without sin first cast a stone. So, if I can't cast that stone to you, then I got to realize I got to help you where you're at. I got to feel, that, be touched with the feeling of your infirmity. So, being shaken, I started realizing hold on. And I go back to the word again. By his stripes, you were healed by his stripes you were healed, by his stripes you were healed, I'm not looking to my body for sense evidence, I'm not looking to my bank accounts to see whether I'm wealthy and rich, I take the money from daddy's hands, glory be to God, I found out that my kid goes into my wallet, I can go into my heavenly father's wallet, glory be to God, my son asked me the other day, you want to have dinner, I said sure, absolutely, okay, he took my visa and started ordering dinner, I said oh beautiful, that's, that's that's beautiful. But that's what we have to do with God. But see, he was bold enough to take my wallet, take a visa. We have a heavenly, come on, visa. Come on. God wants to bless you. He said, I've set before your life and death, blessing and cursing. And wherever the death and cursing took you, he'll fetch you and gather you and put you in the right place. Glory be to God. Don't worry about others. Don't try to change someone else. Don't try to change your mama, sister, brother. Come on. Your co-worker. We're always trying to change them. Let God change you. Come on. And just you run with it. Come on. Because I ain't going to to let their disturbance ruin my peace i ain't gonna let cnn city tv city pulse uh, ottawa come on come on white house i'm not gonna let them lose our peace come on because of god before us who can be against us come on and and this is for jack i can't we cannot stop this because jack is like this too i think if me and jack would be in this church and we spend one day we'd be up day and night just talking about the word of god and and the bills that have been passed here hallelujah Because my Bible says in the book of Isaiah, when God acts, who can reverse it? When God acts, who can, if he's healed you, who can reverse it? tell that sickness, get out of my body right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Out of my body. Come on. Out. It's, it's, it's listening to the voice. It's listening. Come on. This, as I told you earlier, everything is listening. Attentively listening. Come on. You tell that lack to get out of your life. You tell that debt to get out of your life. You tell, come on, that infirmity that's in your body. Come on. Out you go. Come on. You tell it right now. Don't wait for the preacher. You got this in inheritance come on and if you confess jesus as lord and your savior come on because when you confess out of your abundance of your heart confessing him as lord and savior brings salvation come on and salvation means wholeness nothing missing nothing broken nothing missing come on nothing broken glory beat it sounds too good to be true but i'm telling you it's the good news and if anybody's response, I can give you a prophetic word. I can stir that up, but glory be to God. I'd rather stir this up right now because if you have a problem, you have to go to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I got a sure where I got you Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Come on. I can show you First Peter. I can tell you the Old Testament, the prophets. I can tell you the law and the prophets. Jesus said, and watch this. Jesus said, when he said to his disciples, ought not Christ to suffer to enter into his glory? Why is your and I suffering have to enter into glory? It's His suffering that brings us into glory. Amen. We suffer sometimes, the greatest thing that we suffer is because of lack of knowledge. My people perish. And if you don't have knowledge, because knowledge has power, and if the knowledge that you have is taking the word of God, receiving it. Because when you receive it and you understand it, come on, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And if you understand it, Matthew 13 says, you understand it, the fruit will come forth, 30, 60, 100. Who do we think we are that we're going to bring forth fruit? How do we? We just sowed the seed. I, isn't that amazing? We'll go to Galatians. This is another thing. We've got to break down sacred cows. We'll go to Galatians and we'll say, here's the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, goodness, meekness, gentleness. So let's start acting love. Let's start acting. But did did you read what it said? It's the fruit of the Spirit. How many know you cannot manufacture fruit? Anybody manufacture fruit? Come on, you can't. All you can do, you can say, I grew a tree, an apple tree in my backyard, but you had to plant that seed into the ground and it grew fruit all by itself. You can't manufacture love, joy, peace, but I'm telling you, if you heard some gospel today, there's some love, come on, there's some hope inside you, there's some peace coming to you, come on. There's a, it's coming because it's the fruit of the seed of the word of God, Glory. and you can't manufacture it, come on. Sometimes we do have to step into that place of faith, but you get convicted by the word. See, you get convicted by the word because we're convicted by our circumstances to nullify the word of God, right? Just like Peter, looked at the wind and the waves began to sink. We nullify the word of God, right? But what happens when his eyes were fixed on Jesus, he started walking. So we're not gonna look to our circumstances. We're gonna look to the word of God and keep feasting upon that. It will convict you. It will rise you up. Glory be to God to be who you are to be. Let's do a couple of confessions and then after we're gonna get... uh, the prayer team to come up here and we're just going to pray and loose hands for healing come on because God's a healer God's a deliverer come on God's here to meet your need come on glory be to God you just put your eyes back and it's all by grace don't come to the altar trying to earn something from God come to the altar receiving because of his love and mercy I love where it says in Matthew 14 14 he as he went forward Jesus he saw a great multitude And he was moved with compassion and healed the sick. That's what God wants to do through his people here today. Amen. So just declare with me, I am victorious in life. No, I got to say that again more time. Got, we got to have some faith in that. Come on. You sound like, um the devil going to come. Come on. Circumstance going to whip you. Come on. No, 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 no. You're there to whip it. It's waiting for your voice. And just like my dogs, when they sit there, they listen. Come on. And they listen. They know when I'm serious or not. Come on. And your circumstances will change. Whether it be a demonic entity or not, it will change because it knows that you know. Now, you got to say that. I am victorious in life. I that's right, that's it. I am more than a conqueror. I am, more than a, conqueror. I am a world overcomer. I overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. My faith is the victory that overcomes the world. The favor of God surrounds me like a shield. I have favor in the sight of all the people. God goes before me goes before you, making crooked places straight and opening doors that no man can open. I have the mind of the Holy Spirit which is life and peace. I have the mind of Christ. I'm a believer, not a, doubter. I'm a believer and not a doubter. One more time, I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I hold fast my confession of faith. I'm strong, strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I am created by God to prosper. I am success. I am the head and not the tail. I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I let the word of God dwell in me richly. I'm meditating in the word of God day and night. Which is making my way prosperous. And dealing wisely in all the affairs of my life. The blessing of the Lord are overtaking me. One more time, one more time. The blessing of the Lord are overtaking me. Glory be to God. I take the shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of the wicked. That's the key. The shield of faith. It's a shield. That's why faith is. It quenches all the lies. Come on. It quenches all what you're going through. Every bad report. I take the shield of faith and quench every fairy dart of the wicked. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And the last one will do. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. One last time, no weapon, weapon formed against me shall prosper us. Come on, give the Lord a shout for that. Just as we close, we close online. I hope you guys were all blessed and, and just have a wonderful Sunday afternoon. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. Come back later this week for a word from Reverend Ellen Campbell as she teaches us how we can access the glory of God. We hope to see you then.